0: You're welcome, Cynthia. I'm just sharing reminders and just sending reminders
1: reminder so we can go ahead and get started. You're welcome to today's space. We'll be starting in the next minutes. We'll be starting in the next minute or two. You're welcome. I hope you've had an amazing day. We have Wilson here. We have Kofi Siao, my very own dad here. We have Si You're welcome, Cynthia, you're welcome. And our speaker will be joining us soon. Hope you've had an amazing day. Our speaker is ready for us today. He's going to be sharing a lot of tips about how she's built her businesses here in Ghana and about what we can do to also build our businesses here and in the international space as well. So not only in Ghana, but in international platforms, on international platforms. As well. So we start in the next minute or two. We have our guests joining in. We also have our speaker here. And we'll be getting ready the next minute or two to go ahead and zoom into the conversation. Give to your welcome to the session. I hope that you've had an amazing day.
2: Thank you. Yes, it's been a fruitful day. I hope yours was great.
1: great. It really was. Yeah, it was an exciting one. So it was really good. Thanks for asking.
3: You're okay, welcome.
1: Okay, great, great, great. So we have our guests here. We'll be zooming to the conversation. 1st like to um, say thank you to all. So, to all our guests for joining us, you're welcome to today's conversation and we'll be speaking with an amazing lady who I'll be introducing in a minute, she's been my friend for a couple of years now and I'm really excited to host her tonight, honestly, and I'm really excited because of, because of all that she's going to share with us tonight. So Cynthia, Wilson, you're welcome. Okay, great, great, great. You're welcome to today's please. And so we'll be zooming into the conversation. Let me first introduce our guest for today. We have Gifty Ofori joining us today. Gifty Ofori is a Ghanaian international model. She is Miss Universe Ghana twenty twenty twelve. She's a fashion icon, a brand ambassador a certified etiquette consultant, and Gifty is a philanthropist as well. She's again a nurse, a health project manager, and a public health educationist by profession. Gifty is also an astute business owner who has an explicit understanding of the fabric industry. She is the founder and the CEO of Donuki Fabrics. She's also the owner and founder of La Châtelaine School of Etiquette. And currently, she's the GM of Group Kiki. So, just as I said, I'm super excited to speak to Gifty tonight. <laughs> I mean, look at all the experience that she's bringing on board. So, Gifty, you are welcome to today's session. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so Thank much you. For, for being with us today.
2: You're welcome.
1: Great. So let's zoom into the session. So Gifty, today's as today's um session is one of the sessions that's marking Women's History Month because you know that throughout March we celebrate the achievements of women, celebrate what all phenomenal women such as all those on this space today have done. And so I'd like to ask you, um first of all, what does Women's History Month represent for you, Gifty?
2: Okay. So um Yes, we celebrated it some few days ago, and as you said, we are still in the month of International Women's Day. Um, I I I see much as a month where we celebrate women worldwide, women who have made so much impact in their homes, communities, countries, and you can't um, you can't take the fact out that women. Are uh, uh, the real deal, like we we do we everything we do multiplies, especially when you know that okay this woman whatever you give her she's going to make a home out of it, she's going to have a baby whatever it is. The other day I was telling a friend that I I think International Women's Day should be celebrated more than Mother's Day because. Mm-hmm. Um, Mother's Day has been tagged um, as women who have given birth or women who have raised kids or nurtured kids. But International Women's Day catapults, whether uh, a girl, a young, a young girl, all the way to an elderly woman. You know, so um, International Women's mm-hmm. Day, yes. Like I said women who have made so much impact in their homes, communities, and worldwide. So for the month of March, yes, this is what it means to me. We appreciate women wherever you are, where women are. Thank you so much for the impact you have made in the lives of um, the community, the people you live with. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much, Daniki. like your perspective honestly i haven't thought about it um like from that angle you know mother's day truly like we post our moms and all that but as you're saying the women's day is for all of us you know just as you're saying And so yeah and so just as you're saying we really do need to celebrate all the phenomenal women out there who are doing like amazing in their industries and then inspiring others to do so Yeah. yeah thanks for sharing that and so today it's, it's, then I'm actually glad because we are zooming right in the conversation. You mentioned that we should celebrate like all the inspiring women out there, and so it's really good that you're here with us today because we get to learn from you. We get to be inspired by you. You've built so many businesses. You've achieved so much. You're still young, and so you know. I think that we'd really like to learn um today how you built this all, how you started from 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 pageantry to, to, to um, fashion, to being a brand ambassador, to, to going into healthcare. So let us know, Gifty, how did this journey begin for you?
2: Okay, <laughs> it's a long story, but I'll okay. summarize it.
1: <laughs> okay, sure.
2: Okay, so the business aspects, going into fabrics. My mom used to sell fabrics. And you know, as African children, whatever business your parents are into, right after school, you assist them.
1: You know? You know, yes.
2: if you have to go to the shop or you have to go to their office before going home, you learn on the job. They tell you, go and shred this, cut this, and all that. So I remember when my mom was working like, in, with, um, in her fabric business, she would ask me to assist her at the shop on, the, on weekends. And then after, after junior high school, you know, after junior high school, you wait for a while. You,
1: yeah,
0: yeah.
2: yeah. Uh huh, to get your results, and then you go to school. So, in that waiting period, I was managing the shop, I was taking care of the place. She had taught me. I learned on the job. Okay.
1: Nice.
2: Yes. So, after, after, um, after senior high school, I went to nursing school. And I think one time I visited a friend and she, on TV we saw Exopa modeling agency. They were advertising something. And then my friend was like, Oh, and yet we na the be. So what she said was, If had it not been for the fact that she was big, she would have attended that audition. I was like, Oh, I think I mm-hmm. have interest in this, so I would I would give her a try so i called the number that showed on the screen and then we were like oh they will call me for so one month two months five months ah nobody called so i called again okay. this particular time like i called a different number and then i was like i have i have been calling expat agency for only god knows nobody has called they keep telling me they're going to call back and the boss was like please hold on we are sorry can you come to the office? I was like, yes. So I went to the office. He made me catwalk. He was like, you are on. I didn't know how to walk, but I had wow. to learn. I had to learn. And, you know, people see catwalk as something easy. It is not. It is not easy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm.
2: There's a skill Yeah, it doesn't it
1: look easy to be, honestly. <laughs> of course, <Yeah>. Charlie.
2: <laughs> there's a skill to it. And... It was difficult from the beginning. And you know, in the industry, if you are not good, you don't get jobs. So you have to you have to be very good. You have to be slim enough. You have to be confident enough. You have to master your working skills. You have you have to make sure that everything is everything is on point. That's how come you um your a client or maybe an advertising company would say okay I want this person to work with us I want that person to work with this and this this kind of company this is what they are looking for you know so I tried my best to do whatever I had to do to learn and then be, become one of the best and it worked so wow. along the line faith, God, everything you know life is all about God and how you the choices you make
1: yeah, yeah.
2: So, um, and um, all this while I was still in nursing school, I was a nursing student. So I was doing modeling as a part-time job. Wow. Then I finished. I completed my nursing school. I got a job at Kualibu Teaching Hospital. So I was working there. And then a friend was like, oh, there's this pageant, this universe. I want you to participate. And I was like, no, I'm not doing it. I've already taken part in one pageant and I I lost miserably. So I'm not doing that again. And he was like, oh, no, this one is different. And you have gained experience over the years. So I want you to participate. I was like, okay, cool. I didn't tell my family. Because the first one I did, I lost completely. In fact, it it was like the whole family was there and I didn't win. I was disappointed. I cried. So this time, I was like, I'm doing this Mm -hmm. without telling my family. No one is Mm -hmm. supposed to know. So I went there alone. And then when I won, I came back home. And my mom was like, where are you coming from? I said, I just won the pageant. She was like, I don't (laughs) know.
0: (laughs) Wow, Kiki. I can imagine, definitely.
2: Yes, because I go to bed. In the morning, we'll talk Mm -hmm. about it. And she thought it was a lie.
1: Yeah, because of the way, like, you (laughs) just walked home, like...
2: Yes, like, you
0: didn't
1: know, I, didn't
2: tell yeah. I didn't tell anyone about it. So in the morning, she had friends calling her. She saw it on TV, you know, in the newspapers. And she was like, oh, wow. Yeah. And I was like, well. <laughs> what, she, what she said was, if I talk to you, don't listen. So I was like, well, maybe it was just meant to happen. And, you know. When I won, I had to travel outside the country to represent Ghana.
0: And Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: this is me who had always wanted to travel. The opportunity never came. But this pageant gave me that room. It opened doors, you know. And then when I traveled Mm -hmm. to represent Ghana, I met a lot of girls, doctors, who were at the pageants from different countries, I met pilots, I met lawyers, I met...
1: That's amazing.
2: I met, I met all the girls, pretty, what, mm-hmm. skin, hair, everything. And they were confident. I was like, ah, where I come from, looking at the girls from Africa and the girls from Europe and then America, they are different.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: You
2: know, they are entirely different. The way African girls behave is different from the way the Americans and the European. The confidence with the European and the Americans and the Latinos was solid. Confidence with the Blacks or the Africans, no. So I realized that, mm. no, our upbringing, there's an issue. You know, when, like when we're all growing up, we're told, mm. when you're talking to an adult,
0: you know, mm. a child yeah. doesn't look
2: into the eyes of an adult. Like, Really? <laughs> you know? Growing up, yeah, you are told that if if you want to build confidence, you have to look at people, like you have to look into their eyes when talking to them. That's how they know you are not lying. So mm-hmm. like okay, what what is happening? You are telling me to look at somebody's eyes to tell the person that I'm not lying, I am confident, and then in Africa they have, they tell me something different that's You can't look into the eyes of an adult when talking to that person, especially when you're a child. So all Mm -hmm. these things came together and I was like, no, I have to work on my confidence level. I am confident, but not enough, you know. And then it got to the evening gown. The gowns were beautiful. I had a beautiful gown. My friends, Mm -hmm. like everybody had beautiful gowns. So it drew my attention to the fabrics my mom the, the
0: business. <clears throat> okay.
2: Me. Yes. I was like, no, I can make money out of this. I can do something, link it, and then run with it. So over there, I had an idea, but it was a baby. I, it, like, it was in the box. I had to find a way on okay. how to go about it. Yes. The girls were beautiful. And, you know, sourcing for a gown, some cost about $5,000 and I was like, oh wow so if you have to get a gown and then you can get a fabric give it to your designer to make that same gown for you at a cheaper price then that is good Yeah, you know so I came back to Ghana and I was like, no, I had to go back to school because the challenge I saw out there, I have to work on myself because these girls are lawyers they are doctors and I'm just a nurse I have to work on myself so I went back to school to study public health and then like it went on you know so after that I left the country to do my um, project management and then I I have the certificate of a health project manager but I had not forgotten about the business side of the fabric and the project. So that's when I was like, okay, let me saw some beautiful fabrics. And then now start that business I have always wanted. Because I have experience, like a first-hand experience from my mom. You know, when I taught how to cut, I taught how to measure the fabric and then cutting it and then everything. I spoke to my mom, she was like, oh yeah, I'm here to support you. Now, do you now understand why when I tell you to go open the shop, This is it. In fact, when I was young, she would tell me to go open the shop and I will tell her my brain hurts. I'm lying. I just don't (laughs) want to go. (laughs) You know? I just don't want to go. But growing up as an adult, it made a lot of sense because there are certain things that school won't teach you. You need to have that side business. Apart from working hard Mm -hmm. and making money, sometimes you need that side business. And of course, the 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 business moguls and all that they will tell you that before you start any business you need to have a first-hand info you need to know what business you are getting yourself into and I looked around and I'm like I don't know anything except for this business because I did it from childhood like when I was really young I was doing it with my mom you know and truth be told I haven't regretted you know so getting into pageantry opening doors for me doors that i in my own canal mind or in my own space would never ever get through those doors they opened those doors for me i have met great and amazing people you know both international and locally and i mean i have had jobs contracts like advertising jobs and brand Mm -hmm. You know, name it. And these are gifts, like, you need to work on yourself. You need to take good care of yourself so that when an advertising company sees you, they go like, oh, you look good. I think we need you for this business. And looking good is like God has given you your body. You have to take good care Mm -hmm. of it. You know, and it is natural. You have to take good care of it. That's how come somebody will see you and you go like, "You have a beautiful skin." I want you to work for Nivea. We want you to be the face of Nivea. We want you to be the face of um, power Pal- and Palmers. You know, and having a beautiful skin is God-given. Like I mean, you didn't create yourself. Yeah, you yeah. got it. Yes, it's natural. So if you have a beautiful skin and you, you take good care of it and an ad- advertising company say, sees you and they go, like, you have a beautiful skin, we want you to, you're you making money out of it,
1: right? Yeah, exactly.
2: Uh-huh. So like I said, I've had jobs like that. I've had, like, I've had to work with hair brands and all that. And these things didn't just happen. I had to go through grooming. I had to, I had to take that step of making that call. To the um, modeling agency.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, if I was in the in my home, I'm not sure I would have gotten this far. I had to make a step. I had to. I had to make a call. I I persisted. I didn't give up. And this is where I am today. Just because I placed that call, and you know, life has a life has a way of making things happen like you place a call and then it starts to unfold things begin to unfold and
0: mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know
2: sometimes you can never tell somebody will, you will say something if you think you have an interest in it you take it up and then work towards it and there are lots of great men and women in this world who did the same, and they have like they have done extremely well Unfortunately, for those of us in Africa or this part of the world, the opportunities are limited. But if you keep pushing, just one day, one day, Ebefa.
1: Sharp, sharp, sharp. I like the way that you said one day, one day, Ebefa. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, while while you were speaking, like, I wrote down um, a couple of points. And your journey, like, it's so interesting, Gipsy. And you know, to think that you started it all from, from your mom's shop yeah. and then, yeah, and then you went to the pageants and even though you were there for the pageants, like outside Ghana for the pageants and all that, like, you were still thinking about other ideas. That, that's really impressive to me, you know. Thank you. Yeah, and, 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 and I'm really impressed by the fact that she said that, oh, you had an idea that was in a box, but then you still kept that idea. You decided that, okay, so I have a bit of raw talent. Yeah. yeah, but then I'm going to put in the efforts to polish it. So you came back, um, you went to, you came back to school to do your public health um degree. You've gone to do your health projects management. Yeah. So, you know, to me, it shows that at the end of the day, we may have some idea, we may have like some natural skills. But then from what you're saying, then it means that we need to do something to polish our skills. Like we can't just sit there and say, oh, I have this skill. So like, like that's it. Yeah. So from what we are learning from you, when you have something, you still need to do that extra because you also said that you need to show excellence. Yeah. yeah. In our work, And so, yeah. And so, like, I think you've really exemplified by that by what you said. Yeah. And, yeah, and even the fact that you shared that you took that first step, you know, Sometimes you have particular ideas, but then if you don't take the first step, like you just be there. So imagine if you hadn't called Exopa, and if you hadn't persisted. Look at how many times you had to call, even Thank get a different you. number.
2: <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> so oh persistence is key.
2: Yeah. Persistence
1: is key. Like see. look at what it has opened up to you. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah I think that this is just yeah this is just a reminder to all of us that. Well, when there's something on our mind, we should really just take a step and try yeah. to do something about it.
2: True, true. Because I, sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm um, thinking and I'm like, hey, imagine I didn't place that point. Because everything mm-hmm. that happened after had a connection.
1: Yeah, it's so interconnected what you shared with us.
2: Yes, yes, yes. yes. And like I said, me, like how... Where I come from, it's like, there was no way I I thought I was going to win a pageant. Like, really, Mm. talk of even leaving the shores of Ghana.
1: Your mom was even surprised. She didn't even believe in the beginning.
2: (laughs) No, 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 no. She didn't believe it. She didn't believe it. Because I had promised her I wasn't going to participate in any pageant. Because the first pageant, I lost miserably. I cried, you know. So I was like, hell no, I'm not Mm. going to and she was like yes mm-hmm. you should listen to me and then the next one I did and I didn't even invite her you know
1: imagine that
2: yeah so sometimes you need to place that call you need to take that step it helps a mm-hmm. lot Yeah.
1: great great thanks so much for all you shared so far and so um, Gifty I'd like to ask so you shared like your journey which is so in- interconnected
0: mm-hmm
1: through all this journey, what have been some of the highlights? What have been some of the exciting points for you?
2: Um. Well, the exposure. The exposure okay. I, I I won't take that for granted at all. The exposure where I I have met like um stylists, both in and out of the country. I have met. Mm-hmm. People. You know the nature of the job. You we work with photographers, stylists, designers and all. And I mean, these people, the ones you meet outside, they take their work very serious. Like, no jokes. Over here, we play. Whatever we are doing here, we are playing.
1: Mm, so, you so need to ask American efforts, eh? Extremely. Wow. So, you
2: know, there was that impact there was that impact where i wanted to become a perfectionist. you know where you speak you go to a photographer he's taking a picture of you and he has he's not he's not left the work for you to do like he he looks at your face he looks at your body type and goes like stand this way hold your chin that way hold your head hold do this do that he has already examined your body type your face the bone structure the type of hair that will suit your face
1: everything okay interesting
2: so what what do you expect you get perfect pictures right you get extraordinary pictures yeah and yeah you don't get that you don't get that you go to a photographer and sometimes if you are lucky he will coach you you're not like you stand there and be doing your own
1: thing <laughs> and you get whatever you get
2: <laughs> exactly so the exposure I, I met stylists and I met different types of people most of my stylists were gay and they are one of the I think they are one of the most interesting people you can ever meet.
1: They are extra whatever
0: okay.
2: is extra if you have any friend who is gay, I you for learn. They are extra. If they are studying, they are extra. If they are dressing, they are extra. Like everything.
0: Okay. You know?
2: And the excitement that came with meeting all these people, like I met Donald Trump.
0: Wow, yes. That's and, amazing!
2: You know, after I met him, the shoe cast we took pictures. Then, years down, I never thought that this man, this person I'm standing here with, was going mm-hmm. to be a president in some few years.
1: Uh, who would have thought, you know? Yes. And over that's, that's there, really I was like,
2: these are practical lessons that when they tell you, say, obia a bon never look down mm. on anyone mm. or never underestimate anyone, this is it.
1: Yeah, real practical example.
2: Yes. You know, and it's endless. Like, the the excitement, the exposure, everything is endless. Yes. So, if i if i start talking
1: i'm not sure i'll finish today <laughs> you know, so the excitement the exposure the style i think that one key thing that i got from when you're speaking was how we need to expose ourselves to more from what i was getting mm-hmm. because you were saying that the stylist like outside ghana and here it's a totally different thing the photography is a totally different
0: thing oh yes
1: so then i think that even if we are here and even if we don't have the opportunity to travel yet, if they are like virtual means or something, then it means that we all need to make that effort to expose ourselves to something different. Yeah. Rather yeah. than like... Mm-hmm. Continue. There was this
2: gentleman, I've forgotten his name. He was like, the internet now, years ago, what the generation had difficult to acquire or learn? In this generation, we have been exposed to it. You just need internet
0: mm.
2: and you will get it. Everything is online. This photographer I'm talking about, he's a photographer and a director. You okay. Yes. A photographer and a director. So he's doing two at the same time. So you know, for someone like that, you, you you should know what is what what to expect, you know. And I forgot to add the the business aspect of it. You know, you can acquire all these things, but at the end of the day, you need to put them into one piece and then make money out of it. True. true. You need to make money out of it. So something I learned, um, like I mentioned earlier, when I got there, what my mom had taught me on the job training and the gowns the ladies were wearing the fabric business that i put in the box all these things came up from there
1: and all of them have added to your experience and then like what you've been yes. able to do so far yes Great. so in terms of um You've spoken about the pageantry, you've spoken about um, the photographer, um, the different ideas from your mom that you used to build your business. And so while building um, the businesses, you have an etiquette business, you have um, the Doniki fabrics. What are some of the key lessons that you've learned? Like I know that she started from like your mother, as you said, but then as you have started up your own, what are some of the key lessons that you've learned that you could share with business owners on this piece as well
2: um one i will say commitment you need to be committed to whatever you are doing if it is fabrics you are selling you need to be committed to it because it is the commitment that will make you work extra it will make you work hard it is the you, you need you need to be committed to whatever you are doing and then be consistent you know as for consistency, you need it in every in, in our everyday life, you know, and then we don't give up. So, as a business owner, you need to be committed to your work. You need to be consistent with whatever you do. If you have to go to work every day, go, 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 don't stop. You have to go. You have to be there, you know, and then... Not giving up. You shouldn't give up. There are days when you won't get people coming to ask how much. There are days where things will go bad. At a point, I ordered for some fabrics during the COVID. And believe me, um, I ordered some fabrics like two different countries. The first country I ordered from the fabrics just got missing just because of COVID.
0: You
1: know, and the whole and, batch got missing. Yes. Wow. And I must have been some loss.
2: And, you know, and I had to start calling my friends to find out if they know somebody who can assist me here and there, you know. And these are some of the mm-hmm. things that's like the, the, um, the obstacles you meet as a businesswoman and/or a businessman, you know, these are some of the things you meet. And I didn't say, okay, because I've lost these amount of goods or this amount of money, I'm quitting. No, I have to continue, you know. And in in my patience, with like in my quest to wait, eventually the fabric came. It, it came like when the people who had ordered for it didn't need it anymore.
1: Oh, you know,
2: and these are So I
1: did got it back, back, but then the demand exactly, had, had gone way down.
2: Ex- exactly. You know, so you don't give up. These are the mm-hmm. things I work with. And then the ultimate is God. The ultimate is God.
0: Yeah.
2: You start with God, you end with God. So, these are the three things that's helps me in my business. Maybe for somebody, it's something different. They work with different rules, but for me, these are the things that I work with.
1: So I got commitment. Thanks for sharing. And that uh, we shouldn't ever give up. I mean, the situation, the fabric that you mentioned, I can imagine all that you, you went through before um, the fabric got back to you, and then it got back, and then it still got back to it. But then yeah. despite that, you know, you decided to keep pushing. So I think that that's a key lesson for us. And also you mentioned to learn. And I think that that's also important that, you know, whatever happens, I think we, you know, we can never stop learning from yeah. from, from what you're sharing.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I think yeah. that at, at all times, if we are really going to excel in our different industries, then the learning needs, needs to take place. Yeah. So, you know, this, you've mentioned these challenges, and um, I think we'd like to ask, what has kept you going despite these challenges that you've faced so far? Why do you so, so keep going? Like, what makes you not decide that I'm going to give up today? Why do you keep moving forward? Hope. Hope. Nice. Hope
2: nice. Is, a, is, is a key word for me. You know... There are days when my strength fails me. There are days where everything I do doesn't work. I make mistakes. Everything, like, gets messy and all. But at the end of the day, you are hopeful. At the end of the day, you know that things will get better. You know?
0: Mm -hmm. When it
2: gets to that stage, I'm like, God, I need you to help me on this. You know? Especially like I mentioned, the scenario I gave, my fabrics.
1: Yeah. When it got missing?
2: You you know, I was like, Oh God, I need you. Help me find mm-hmm. this. You know? Because I had no idea where, who. But
0: yeah.
1: I you know, imagine. Had, yes,
0: yes.
2: I was hopeful. I just I just knew that just maybe one day it will come to me. You know. And I had even forgotten about it. I had forgotten. Uh, and then I had a call. Madam, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. that's what. it. So, hope. You can pray all you can. You can say every, all the things you want to say to God. But if you are not hopeful, if you don't hope that things are going to get better, chale over
0: how mm.
1: so you always fix- have to keep the hope alive
2: thank
1: you nice yeah. I think I'll put that down as one of my keywords for today for the session today hope so whatever happens your hope needs to keep you going exactly that's great that's great thanks for sharing that You're welcome. so um give me- so in terms of in terms of balance you know you do you do a like lo- you do a lot of things every day that way. from the etiquette school to business to pageantry to modeling cuz i still do it as a model to to fashion <laughs> you do a whole lot <laughs> so how do you balance it all like how does it all fit into your day how does a, a typical day look like for you
2: Um. okay so if i have to go to work i'm at work if i have to rest i'm resting if i have to chill mm-hmm. i'm chilling
1: necessary necessary
2: uh-huh. yeah so if it is work i commit that day whatever that time towards work if it is resting i rest because charlie the way life they go you need you need to rest
0: Mm, it can't always
2: be about work it can't always be about work but in the process of working sometimes you need to take that break and then rest and then continue you know then you continue with the journey yeah so my typical day like I said if I have to work I work if I have to rest I rest if I have to chill Mm -hmm. I chill. I love my food so if you see me I, I am chilling So
1: so, you know, um, after mentioning that, you know, one thing that has also come to my mind is that so running Donuki, because like you have a fiscal um location, right? Yeah. Um, a lot of us, some some of us are owning like online business, we don't have a fiscal location, but like what are some of the lessons, maybe like one or two lessons that you give to people who have fiscal locations or who are looking to open up like fiscal stores to run their businesses from. What are some of the lessons that you shared with, share with them?
2: Okay, so for the physical store, um, now, you know, sometimes customers come to me in my inbox and they go like, where are you located? They ask that yeah. like particular question because they want to know if you are not coming to scam them. So in case of anything, they can locate you. They can find you. We get it. So, when I mm-hmm. tell them, okay, mm-hmm. my shop is located at Hachi, then they go like, oh, okay, I want this amount of yards. I want this number of yards. I want this. I want that. Aha. Uh-huh. Then they they, they 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 send you the money through Momo. If you're unable to tell them where your shop is located, sometimes they are reluctant to even do anything with you. Mm-hmm. So, with you.
0: It's,
2: it's 50-50. There are people... They are genuine online businesses, and they are the ones who scam others for their money. Uh huh. So for a mm-hmm. uh, physical store, if you can get a, fixed, a physical store, I would say go for it. But if you can't, just make sure that the online business you are running
1: is is working for you.
2: If maybe. Um, a customer, to make sure that the customer believes and trusts in you, you just, all that you have to do is, okay, um, you do the, that exchange thing. Um, okay, so if after 48 hours or after 72 hours, if whatever you get from my store, you don't like it, you can exchange. Maybe you can get your okay. money back. These are some of the little, little things that you can do for the people to trust you. So you can, maybe you can add that policy. You can maybe refund or exchange in 72 hours. These things make the customer believe that you are real. If you don't have a physical thing.
1: Okay, okay. So you need to build up the trust from what you are saying. Exactly. Okay, okay, great. And before I go on to like the next question, I think I'm getting some feedback. I don't know if it's from my end or your end. Could you please cross check? Maybe the position or something. I was getting a bit of feedback. Okay. Okay. I think it's better now. I think it's better. So you shared with us some lessons about like owning a fiscal um, store. I know that we'll have a point for questions. So in case you're a guest today, please note down your questions. Please write down your questions in about five, six minutes. We'll open up so that you could ask your questions as well. And I think Gifty, so having spoken about the fact that when you when you rest, you need to rest. When you are working, you need to work. Um, the next question I'd ask you is that you've you shared a lot about your journey. You shared how it's all interconnected. So let's mm-hmm. say looking back, let's say looking back if you were like 18, 20 years old now, what were some of, what are some of the lessons that you, you share, or what are some of the things that you do differently, if I should put it that way?
0: Um,
2: for me, I I was uh, I I think the other time I was talking to my sister about this, and then she was like, "You, um, your eighteen, twenty-year-old self, or if you could ten, you know, sometimes we ask ourselves random questions that my younger self would I have done this mm-hmm.
0: differently? Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. For me, I I don't think. I would do anything different from what I have done.
1: Awesome. Yeah.
0: Okay.
2: Yes. I I everything I did in my 18, 20 going everything was just that passion I followed yeah. in my interest it worked for me and it's it's like it's been like that unfolding one stage to another. Yes. So nothing has really changed or nothing it's it's going to be the same
1: i like the way that she said that you followed your passion and it unfolded from one thing to the other yeah i guess and it just means that like if if we really follow what we want and then if we are willing to put in all the lessons you've shared with us so fine like the commitments um the extra learning they need to have like the excellence, like to really excel in our areas. And I think that once we are following our passion, then like life will unfold as we really intended it to, right? Yeah. Great. You shared with us that, that, that you like learning a lot. I'd like to um, know, I think we will benefit our guests as well. What are your main sources of learning? Like where do you draw inspiration? Um, is it online sources? Is it books? Like what do you generally do to develop yourself more?
2: Okay, so <laughs> okay, okay. So, <laughs> mental health is like my priority. So anything yeah, that will make my mental health great or feel good about myself, I go for it. So I have this particular
0: mm-hmm.
2: video I like listening to or I like watching. They have books, um, Secret okay. Law of Attraction the secret law of attraction it works fine for me it works fine I, yeah. I, so let me use this platform to introduce it to our listeners the secret law of attraction by mm.
0: See? Mm.
2: Vodabine or something yeah so it's yeah. Yeah. it's 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 broad it talks about it talks about every aspect of our lives as human beings from cells to molecules to our brain how we think and all that yes so that's one and then, I read books as well, and my favorite book is um the richest is it the richest yes yeah, the richest man in Babylon
1: is the man yeah, yeah yeah the financial like book right
2: yes yes, and that's one. And then I draw inspiration from people as well. Yes, so you have friends you talk to. You have like TV personalities. They share their life experiences. They share a few things about themselves and how they have journeyed through life. You listen to them and then enjoy exp- like inspiration from them. So that's it for me.
1: Books. Thank you, Kiping. Mm-hmm. And, and you know something that you reminded me of, like school days. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> you're the first person told me about the secret. Gives you are constantly watching it. <laughs> and you know you know you had a vision but i was like "Ah, guess it was that do you remember yeah, i do <laughs> wow 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 what memories yeah, what like, is this board that she brought to school yeah it was my vision and
0: board. you know
1: the amazing thing is that those like they really really work you know mm-hmm. it's it's because of you that I even started like personal development that I started watching the secrets. Yeah. I think I even got the book, the power or something from the same. Rwanda. Yes,
2: yes, 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 yes,
1: yes. She, she also that. has the book. Yeah. yeah. And, and I've been following Bob Proctor. He also unfortunately passed away recently, but like he's like, his work is, is still really amazing. Yeah. Yeah. With it works. Some people it works. that It does. It does. Yeah. It does. And the reason for really do work. Mm hmm. Yeah. Had a few, I've
2: had a few things from the vision uh-huh. board that's worked, but a few, I'm, glad
0: to know
2: that. I'm still hoping to achieve
0: yeah.
1: that. Once we are alive, there's still hope, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: We still have lots of time to accomplish. Once we're still learning, once we're still growing, once we're still developing ourselves, there are lots of things that are yet to come to pass.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So... Um I think um, maybe let me ask you this question, then I'll ask if we have any questions from our audience, from mm-hmm. my guest today. So you're talking about the secret and all that. I'd like to know what's your favorite quote? which one of those quotes like really keeps you going.
2: OK, so. It's one of them. Which is um, be kind always. You don't know the battles people mm-hmm. are fighting within.
0: Mm.
2: The only thing you can give to your fellow human is be kind so that's one of my quotes that i love so much
1: i like that a lot mm-hmm. i like that be kind always yeah um these days um you know the businessman guy be like he's always speaking about how kindness like for him is like a kindness is like mm-hmm. really a key thing and he speaks about how even in business in life generally you, you yeah. really just need to be kind mm-hmm. We need to be kind. And so um going back to business
0: mm-hmm. and
1: integrating kindness with business, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I see that you get customers on Instagram. I see people reaching out to you on Facebook. So yeah. how how has this worked for you? What are some tips that you'd like to share with us for building your business on Instagram? Because I really see like people reaching out to you and all that. You post yeah. pictures of like people who know you personally buy from you. So what are some tips that you'd like to share with us for building a solid business through Instagram and Facebook as well?
2: Okay. I always say this. My friends who come to me. I tell them that even if you have that amount of money, a bulk amount of money somewhere, and you want to start a business, start small. Always start small. Because, okay... That business you think you have the idea, the knowledge about, things are changing. Every day you wake up, something has changed. So you need to start and then use your customers to learn. So for instance, you have a particular way or you have a particular style. You go in for stuff like that, especially for buying and selling kind of business. You have a particular mm-hmm. way of doing things, your customer comes and goes, like, ah, oh, madam, do you have this? No, do you have that? No. Okay. That person has brought an idea. You know, mm-hmm. so imagine you have mm-hmm. money and you brought things that your customers don't need. It's going to be there. No one is well, no one will buy. But okay. if you have just a few, and then your customers come, they tell you, they ask you. That's a way of learning. Mm -hmm. You're learning on the job. For you, you are learning on the job. Forget about what you know from books. Your customers will teach you. Your customers, they will teach you stuff that you need to learn on the job. So I always say, start small and then you build on whatever you have started with. You build, you build, you build. Then, then you think you have mastered the game. Then, Whatever you think you want to push into your business, you'd go ahead and then do that. Yeah. But your customers help you learn on the job. You always have mm-hmm. to learn on the job. You may have all the experiences from wherever, but sometimes you need that on the job
1: training. On the job training. So it's like you need to constantly learn because, yeah, from what I'm saying, you need to basically listen to your customers because, anyway, you're there for them too. So- mm-hmm. You really need to like innovate, uh, improvise based on what they share with you, if I'm right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Wow, that's that's nice to know. And yeah. um, at this point, so you have shared so so many lessons, I've written so many down. Um, I'd also like to ask our guests, if you have a question, uh, please request to be a speaker so that I can add you up as a speaker, then you can ask a question to Gifty. She shared a lot about her journey, about following our purpose, about being consistent, about consistently innovating and learning. We have two requests. So Gifty, let me unmute um, our guests so that they can ask you their questions. Okay. Bill now so you can speak now please go ahead So let me do Tony just a minute so also answer you can speak now Bill now I'll add you back in a bit uh, let me see I just saw okay so let me go to so Bill now please go ahead and speak when we're done then Sony can come in okay all right um
4: good evening everyone. And thank you.
1: Good evening. Thank
4: you, Gifty, for sharing the knowledge. Yeah, so quick, I have a question. You know, you know, when you okay. being led with your personal gift, you know, you, you move with so much drive, so much passion, that there are times that drive and passion kind of blinds your critical sense of reasoning. And you know, as a business person, no business person is on island. You surely work with people. So my question yeah. how do you know who are the right people to work with or who are the right people to bring on board so that your part in, in a way that your passion does not really override certain signs or, or signals like i i don't know if my question is clear
2: okay um okay so for me in my field of interest um let's say um um i have asked my agent to send some things over and then it's taking forever i speak to i have a few vendors i work with so i speak to them and then they if they if if they're able to tell me that they are experiencing the same thing then i know that okay this is the issue and then like you said no one is an island and of course you 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 wouldn't have all the knowledge in your head you need to speak to somebody you need to um talk to someone who you think has a better understanding of the business i don't work alone so let's say for my um when it comes to advertising i speak to somebody who is in that field when it comes to um sourcing of fabrics i have somebody i do it with i I don't do it alone you get it so like you said no one is an island so you need all these people to come on board to get the work done if I get to, if I get your question right, I, I hope I have answered it.
4: Yes, you have in a way, but not too. Because okay, I so, talking, so I was come again. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
4: Yes, yeah, so the question is: How, aside being, how is, will I manage my passion and zeal, right? That I don't follow that and bring the wrong people on board. That's that's the question.
2: Okay, so as for the passion, you know, it's an inward thing. Right? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you just have to follow it. It it will lead you to reading books. It will lead you to the right people. I mean when I say the right people, like that instinct, that thing, that guts inside you will lead you to people that you think you would as 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 I said, your guts, your instincts, it will take you there. So far as you have the passion, the moment the passion gets there, it comes. Like I made reference to the um, making that call. As soon as I placed the call, that passion was there. I persisted. I called, I kept calling, I kept pushing till one day my boss picked up. So it will lead you to the people. Sometimes do you need to be descending enough? Some people, they all they know how to do is maybe they, they just give you the big talks, oh I'll help you, I'll do this, I'll do that but you know that they can't. Sometimes they don't even do it at all. You need to be descending enough. In business, you need your guts. You need that God factor as a business person. You get it. Some people don't believe in that aspect, but I do. I do. You you wake up in the morning, you need to pray about whatever step you're going to take, whatever meeting, whoever you're going to meet. And then sometimes some people, they'll give you all the promises in the world. You know that, especially in Accra, people package a lot. So as you have the passion, it will always drive you to the right places. Sometimes you just meet the wrong people, but your guts, Just you just have to follow your guts. And that is what works for me. I follow it and it works for me. It opens doors for me. Sometimes... I'm just there, nobody has, like, no one has come to buy anything. And then I'm like, no, let me call this person, you know. And the person will go like, oh, there's someone here. Can you come with this um, number of fabrics or can you do this? Can you do that? And then I go and the person buys everything. You get it. So the passion and zeal, it's an inward thing. Sometimes when you get to a stage in life, it begins to feel like, what bre, You are doing everything you need to do to make it work. And and fa, just relax, rest. Oh you need you need a fuel. So over there, normally way back in school, Irene, I would tell her, "Charlie, God, I could hear the secret law of attraction." And I do yeah, that because yeah. my 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 fuel, when I say my fuel, my the the thing that's my drive, that oil has dried up, and I don't want to talk to anybody to for motivation. So I go straight to the circuit law of attraction. I go there and like I I fill myself up again. And then when I think I am ready, then I continue. So that, those days come, but that passion, because it's still in you, that zeal, you will keep moving. I hope I have answered your question.
4: Yes, you have. Thank you.
1: Awesome, thank you very much. So I think the next person to ask the question be Tony, then we'll go to Archie, then Martha. So Tony, kindly unmute and ask your question?
5: Oh, um, hi, good evening to everyone. Good evening. So uh, mine was more, as, uh, it wasn't a question per se, but was to um, amplify the point that um, Gifty made about knowing your customers, understanding your customers, taking feedback from your customers. And for me, I think that that is one of the loudest uh, point that needs to be um, preached and talked about a lot, because the surest way to drive the business forward is to understand what your customer needs, to listen to feedback, and to be able to tailor your product to suit it. And I just want to say that's a good point, and uh, it really sounds. Mm-hmm.
1: Thanks so much for sharing that, Tony. And I'll uh, move to Archie. So just as Tony said, we should really, really pay attention to what our customers say. Thank you for that. Archie, kindly unmute and ask your question.
6: Right. Thank you. And then good evening. Thanks, um, Gifty, for sharing this yes. knowledge with us. Um, I have two yes. questions. Um, yes. How do you start locally or how do you start on a small scale and end up big? And then secondly, um, do you get frustrated sometimes when you are pushing and there's not pushing? And what, what do you think has been one of the greatest mistake you had made? And then if you get the opportunity, you probably will rewrite the line. Thank you.
2: Okay, you're welcome. Um, starting small, like I mentioned earlier, um, even if you have this, the, the resources, like, you have um, the money, you have that support. Of course, whatever business you are starting with, you need money, yes. You need to start small. And there's, like, like I mentioned earlier, there's a reason why you need to start small because you are still learning, you know? You are still learning. The, starting something means that's like, okay, I'm gonna make mistakes. I'm gonna make room for mistakes. Yes, but in the process of making that mistake, I'm going to correct them. So you make room for correction and that is how you're going to start small. You start small and then you keep growing. You make mistakes, okay, you correct it. There's room, you know. So as you correct, as you go ahead in correcting your mistakes, that's when you start pumping in. So in in the, in the a kind of business, we know that... Okay, you start small. So as you grow, okay, you pump in the first amount, and then as you go further, you pump in the second one. You make mistakes, you make sure, okay, you stay there, and then you do their corrections, your customers will come. I want this, you don't have this, okay. You work at it, you make sure you are getting whatever they are asking for, you know. Uh-huh. And then when you get it right, you pump in the third one. Yes. Um I hope I have answered your second, your first question. Yes. Okay. The second one,
6: please.
2: Can I get the second one, please?
6: Okay. So I, w- I was asking whether you get frustrated and what. Could yes. You, yes. What 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 would been your greatest mistake, and if you had the chance, what would you have done better?
2: <laughs> I get frustrated. I get frustrated a lot, a lot. (laughs) Yes. So, you know, there was a time where um, I didn't have a particular color and a customer. I, I, I decided that no customer will come to me and go back with their money. That was a policy. So even if I don't have it, I would go the extra mile to get it for the customer. You know, and I, sometimes I didn't want maybe the customer to know that, oh, I didn't have it. But I would say that, oh, don't worry, I'll get it for you. You know, and sometimes you use your money to get it. It comes and the customer says, I've gotten it elsewhere. It's frustrating. You know, it's... I, I remember one time, the last time I did that thing, I think the fabric is still there. I look at the fabric and I'm like, really? And there's nothing you can do. You know, you just want to go the extra mile to, to satisfy your customer. And it just doesn't go right. So these are some of the things that frustrates me. Like losing my fabric at the point. at a point, it was frustrating. But the only thing that keeps me going in still like in doing the same business is the passion, the joy. Because this is something I have been doing from childhood with my mom, you know, and it comes with oh okay, the person has bought the fabric, wako palm fabric, you no know, and the person is looking good. They send you pictures. You go like, oh that's it, you know. So Apart from the frustrations that comes with the job, sometimes the excitement of the end product, it gives me joy. Yes. So how do I handle it? Like I said, it's the end product, the end result. That joy, you know, that joy you see your customer in your fabric or their pamata, their you know, they're at a special location. They are, they are celebrating somebody or that person is a celebrant like that joy it comes with, it's it's something else, you know. So sometimes you forget about the frustration and then you go on with it. But at a point I told myself that I wasn't going to do that. If I don't have it, I don't have it. And I, I'm, I've, I'm stuck to it. If, I, if you come and I don't have it, I don't have it. And my last painful experience was when a customer gave me money to order some fabrics for her, for her wedding, and she had given me a timeline. Sent money to my supplier. My supplier was like, "Oh, you are getting it in three days," and in two weeks he had not done it. In fact, my supplier lied. Was like, "Oh, I'm i fin- am done. I'm done producing your fabrics." So I had to tell my client that, "Oh, the supplier is done." No, 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 obwa. You know. Eventually, when I kept pushing, I kept pushing, and he realized that you no, know, my brain was like, "Oh, omu rie." So I, had, so I had to find ways and means of communicating that over to the client. Said, this is what has happened. So can she bear with me? And the wedding was like in a few days. Like I mean, weeks, less than a month. But you know, it's sort of permanent time. you know. So they had to get it here in Ghana. So these are some of the things. And you also do not want your customer to feel like, say you don't know what you're about. So sometimes you just have to communicate right with your customer. Do say sometimes it's frustrating. You just do what you have to do. But I've stopped going the extra mile to get it because I'm so attached to my business that the slightest thing, it hurts me. So the end result or the end product is what motivates me to continue. Yeah, I hope I have answered your question.
6: Yeah, you have. Thank you so much.
2: You're
1: welcome. Thank you, Archie. Thanks for that. That I really learned a lot from that answer too, Kipsey. Thanks for bringing it up, Archie. Um, I'd ask Martha. Martha, kindly unmute and then ask us your question, please.
3: Hello. Good evening. In case
1: anybody has a question too, yes, please raise your hand. Martha, kindly go ahead. Sorry.
3: Good evening, everybody. Good evening.
1: Good evening.
3: They've asked my question, so I wouldn't want to repeat um, anything. But personally, I've learned a lot from your presentation. And uh, one thing I've learned that I'm going to copy from you tomorrow I have a session with some vocational students I've been mentoring. They are leaving school this year. Senior high school, and I'll be mentoring them for every Thursday, I meet them. For almost two months now, and I think I'm copying some of the things you are saying for them to understand that at the end of the day. Uh, because last week we we're looking at um, attracting investors and clients' branding, but one thing you let me understand today is that sometimes it's not entirely their fault, but they can also be able to become better uh, clients. And just with the point you ended on about the lady who was assessing her thing for for her wedding, just to also ask them that they can also be great suppliers in case somebody depends on it. Because I believe that you wouldn't want to go back to that supplier for anything again yeah. for the point thing you. Uh-huh. So I think mm-hmm. that personally, I have learned some things that I'll be adding to my notes tomorrow for the presentation. Maybe later on, I'll get to take your contact from Irene to uh, maybe later. I'm in Tamale, I'm not in Accra. So let's okay. see how we can um, also coordinate to sometimes have you for our uh, mentorship sessions. Uh, if we have to even sacrifice and have you come all the way to Tamale. Please don't tell me Tamale is far. Yeah. <laughs> I've invited people from across to come for my conference and you are like, oh, Tamale, what, well, that kind of thing. And I'm like, Abba, you are coming with a flight. So um, yeah. I've been able to also identify one person that can help me in my virtual conferences and but you are doing a great job and I like the stuff that you took from the various aspects of your life modeling nursing and um, somebody who is into fabric etc I think that it also goes a long way to tell us that we can multitask yeah because, yeah our focus is uh, extending TV to young people and also encouraging those in STEM to look at events. so I think Like I said, I'm going to copy a lot from you today because I've been trying to let them understand that at the end of the day, you can be an accountant, be a lawyer, but you can still be a makeup artist, you can still be a fashion designer. So I'll be using you as an example tomorrow a lot and maybe I will take your profile from Irene to also ask them to read more about you and maybe I believe they can also learn something about you when they read about you online. So thank you very much and it's been a very wonderful discussion here.
2: You're welcome, Martha. And I'm always <laughs> available to to have me
3: on board. Mm, okay, okay. All
5: right. Gifty and Irene, please permit me to say um, hi to Martha. Martha, please let's connect. Um, I'm interested in a conversation around Tamale, so if you don't mind.
3: Sure, sure. I'll take your contact from Irene. Um, I'm going no, I'm getting more people from Accra. Are you in Accra?
5: Ah, yes, I'm in Accra and I have a business in Tamale. So I just want oh. us to connect after this um this uh, space, then we can take it from there. Sure, sure, sure.
3: I'll be available. All so right, I'll follow
5: you me. and send your DM.
3: Sure, thank you. Wow, sounds great. Like
1: <laughs> thank you all for being up with all these connections up. Um I'm glad that today's um session is also bringing up all these connections which will serve to inspire other young people out there just as Martha said thank you for offering to to also come in Tony and um Gifty as well thank you for offering to like also mentor you know at the end of the day we do need to inspire, inspire other young people like ourselves to really go out and you know live life to the fullest um does anyone else have any question that they want to ask so Martha I also connect with you I also connect with you with Gifty
3: okay thank you.
1: It seems I don't have any requests right now. So I'd like to ask, um, Gifty, how can the listeners on this session connect further? How can they learn from you? Like which platforms can we connect with you on to continue to learn from you after this session ends?
2: Okay, so um, I'm almost on all the social media platforms. So I'm on Twitter, that is Donuki underscore Gifty. I'm on Facebook as Sadia Ofori Junfo. And then I'm on IG, Donuki, that is D-O dot N-U-K-I. And then G-H Etiquette. Yes, that's the Etiquette platform. And then I'm on TikTok as Donuki Fabric, Snap as Donuki Fabric. So whichever one you want to connect with me, I'm always available.
1: Awesome, thank you so much for sharing. I think that our last last question, you've shared so much Bali with us tonight, but we'd still like some parting words. What would your final words be to us as guests listening to you this evening?
2: Okay, so uh, my final words, uh, you know, we are all not perfect. No one is, and we will continue not to be perfect, but the ultimate person is God. Whatever you do, whether in business, your life, whatever it is, just know that there's a bigger person up there that before you take any step or any initiative, you just have to talk to him. Sometimes he gives us the ideas. He gives us that push. If you pay attention, sometimes it's the Holy Spirit. Sometimes it's their instincts. Whatever it is you believe in, just pay attention. After talking to talk him, just pay attention. He will just drop that thing, that business idea, that school, that's, that's help, that person, that investor God wants you to talk to. He probably might have spoken to the person a long time ago. The person doesn't know. The person knows that I had to help somebody. But sometimes just have your stuff, know your stuff at your fingertips. So you meet the person, you guys talk. Sometimes it's not always about chilling or about social media stuff. Sometimes you can discuss business ideas with people and you never know. That helper, that investor, that person could pop up from any angle. So my last words are just believe in God. God should be your ultimate and you are good to go.
1: God should be your ultimate and you are good to go. And oh, a key thing that you mentioned for me was that after talking to God, just pay attention and he'll probably bring some ideas along your way. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Gifty, for sharing so much value with us today. Thank you to our guests who ask such questions, which inspired even more answers for us to, to dwell upon. Um, we wish you an amazing rest of the week. We can connect on Twitter. Afterwards, let's continue to learn. Let's continue to share with each other and of course there were so many phenomenal people on our our space tonight we'll be reaching out to you, I'll be reaching out to you over the course of the next few weeks so you can also come and then share with us the value of what you learn at the end of the day we can continue to grow each other so thank you so much for spending your time with us here tonight and I am going to wish you an amazing rest of the evening it is goodbye for now Bye Bye, Gipsy. Thank you.
3: Bye-bye.
1: Bye.
0: Bye, Martha.